Hi, Paul. This is Ron from ronvital.com. I have a quick question for you related to your use of Anchor for your podcast hosting. I know in the last year or two, there's been some controversy about Anchor uh, and their terms of service. They recently, I think it was back in 2018, changed it because it made it seem as though they owned your podcast. However, their current terms of service currently read, and this is a quote directly from it, worldwide, non-exclusive, perpetual, royalty-free, fully paid up, sub-licensable, and transferable license to use, edit, modify, including the right to create derivative works of, aggregate, reproduce, distribute, prepare derivative works of, marketing of the service, or for any other purposes. So it seems to me that there are some questionable items in there that sounds like they can basically do modify and edit, do what they want with the podcast. Um, and I know some podcasters are deciding not to use the service. I was wondering what your thoughts are about that. Thank you very much for your question, Ron. And what I would say is I'm no legal expert, you know, I'm no expert at anything. This is just the opinion that I'm offering. And also, if you want a second opinion, you know, a second doctor, then the Alliance of Independent Authors have these monthly question and answer sessions where you can get Joanna Penn and Orna Ross to answer questions for free. So you can get a second opinion if you want one. But this is my view of what you've raised. The first thing I'm going to say to you is that I wouldn't have gone for Anchor, which is a free podcasting service, if I'd have been building a podcast which I wanted to own and maybe build to sell. I'm using Anchor because I've given up with building this massive show which is kind of what I half thought I was going to do four years ago. And I've turned it into a hobbyist show, which means I don't have any costs with it. Uh, because of the way Anchor works, it just makes my life much easier. I can record episodes on a mobile phone, which is good for Spain. So from a completely practical point of view, it's free, it's easy, and it looks fantastic. So that's great from a user point of view. But when you use free, it comes with penalties. And in my podcasting book, I mention Anchor, but I always warn about free because usually with free, free is bought out or something changes with free or free goes out of business because they don't have an income model. Now, I researched the income model for Anchor. And if you read my podcasting book, you'll see specifically that I mentioned that. And on the resources page, I take you to an article by the chap who I think he founded uh, Anchor or he runs Anchor and he talks about their funding model and how they can provide all of this for free and I check that out because what I don't want it to become is you know the next casualty of free services I don't want to put all my podcasts on there and then find that the thing collapses around me and I got to move it all over again so I did do some research into that now the other thing I would say to you is before I stopped paying for Libsyn, which is the service I'd used for years for the podcast, I paid somebody, I was going to do it myself, but instead I decided to outsource it because I couldn't be bothered to do it myself. And I paid a very good guy in the UK on people per hour to take all of the podcasts that I'd fed to YouTube and to put them on the self-publishing journeys website. So I used to have the little Libsyn audio player with all of the podcast episodes on, but I don't have that anymore. I, I moved every single episode that was, I, I used the Royal Week because I paid somebody to do it. Every single episode was moved from YouTube, taken off Libsyn and put onto the podcast. And then when I migrated all my existing podcast content over to um, Anchor, which by the way was a brilliantly simple, amazing process. It was so good the way that it did it. I didn't think it was going to be that easy. I 
had one or two gaps in the YouTube videos. I, I don't know why. There were just some gaps over time. And I filled those in with the embedded player from Anchor. So I, Anchor, as far as I'm concerned, without going into the terms and conditions to which you've referred, Anchor is a great solution for me right now. It's free. I know free comes with penalties, but, you know, that's fine. Now, as the host of a podcast platform and as a, pre, a, a former broadcaster for whom... Uh, rules, regulations, laws applied, I would expect anybody, not just Anchor, to exert rights over my content because they are a broadcaster. We share equal liability if there are legal gaffes, contempts of court examples, anything like that. So this is what people often don't get on social media. They think they can say whatever they want on social media. They can't. Um, and they think that they can retweet things that other people have said and it doesn't affect them. It's not nothing to do with them. I cover all these legal issues in my podcast book, by the way. But you can't just say what you want on Twitter. You can't just say what you want on a podcast platform. And therefore, I would expect that Libsyn or Anchor, if they felt that my content was unsuitable, they would remove it. And that's absolutely fine. The, the book has to rest with them they are effectively and ultimately my editor because if they don't do that they could be in big legal trouble themselves so it's quite a liability to have all these people making content on your platform you know in the BBC when I worked at the BBC everything that we did went through editors everything that was slightly dubious legally went through a legal team we could consult lawyers uh, they were on 24 7 call and i did use them over the years as well if we weren't entirely sure about the legalities of something but we don't have that anywhere else so i would expect that to be in the tnc's now let me go back to your question um the basic principle is i love anchor it is good it is free and i know that comes with penalties now if you read all of the terms and conditions on any service that you use you would lock yourself in a dark room and never use a website ever again. Terms and conditions are just part and parcel of what we do. And I used to teach Facebook and I remember people used to come up to me with terms and conditions and say, you know, Facebook could take your firstborn child if you post a photograph, you know, that's slightly blurred and just ridiculous stuff they'd come up with. And, and I just used to say to them, well, don't use it. <laughs> you know, if you, don't use it and, and then you're fine. Um, don't use anything and then you'll be fine. The, 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 so there may be prohibitive terms and conditions in the small print. And I never read the small print, right? But you're, you're not going to be giving away your firstborn child. You're not going to be giving away your house. You're not going to be giving them access to, to your bank details. It, it, it's going to be stuff that doesn't matter that much. Now, what I would say is don't overthink it too much. You know, just, just the fact that you read out all those terms and conditions to me suggests that you're overthinking this. Now, if you are thinking of doing a podcast, what I would say, and this is what I say in my podcasting book, How to Start a Podcast, just get on with it, is what I'd say. Just get on with it. Don't overthink it. Just get on with it. Jump in and do it. Um, and I'd say you know, and I'd say that's what's more important about those terms and conditions is not to use something like SoundCloud because SoundCloud, in my opinion, has a freemium model. It does have a paid model as well, but they've laid loads of people off, which suggests that they might be in trouble. And in SoundCloud, I don't like the way that you syndicate your podcast. So, you know, I will say, beware of SoundCloud. Even though I use SoundCloud, um, 
for one-off audio clips because it's free and it's very useful for that. But I wouldn't put my podcast on it. And it's the same with Anchor. You know, if you want to get embroiled in the terms of conditions, then by all means do that. But if you're thinking of a podcast, just get started is what I would say. Now, one of the gentlemen and the podcasters, guy's been podcasting for years and years and years, a guy called David Jackson. He's one of the trusted sources that I refer to in my How to Start a Podcast book. I've got a lot of time for Dave. But Dave Jackson hates Anchor. And I, I listened to him before I recommended it in my podcast book. It was, it was Dave's opinions on Anchor that made me take a pause and think, right, should I be recommending Anchor in my podcast book? And um, I've put in the show notes for this week uh, an article by Dave where he says why he doesn't like Anchor but you know the reasons that he doesn't like Anchor I don't care about to be honest with you he's he's a bit um, uppity about the stats not going through Apple or not being able to get your stats through Apple but you know when you do a podcast like I do which has thousands of downloads but not millions nobody's going to buy my download and frankly not enough people listen to it you know it's a hobbyist podcast which I'll be honest with you you know just like most of us won't be best-selling authors most of us will be hobbyist podcasts we won't ever move beyond that and and I've accepted that with my podcast now which is why I've set it up in a way so that I can just do it for pleasure and anchor suits me whatever the little minutiae in their terms and conditions it works um it works absolutely fine for me i'd still in spite of what dave jackson says and he's got many more years experience than i have i would still say if you want to start a podcast and you just want to get the thing started and you want to do it without problem um you know without over technical over technical uh, over technically what's the word i'm looking for over complicating that's what i'm trying to say um, without over complicating things then Anchor is absolutely brilliant. It made the transition of my podcast from Libsyn an absolute dream. Those of you who listen to my podcast won't have even seen the join. There was a, a massive exchange going on in the background there, and you won't have even seen the join, and that's because of Anchor, and Anchor made it beautiful. And if I'd have stayed with Libsyn, I would have to pay $5 um, a month for the rest of my life to keep the content there, whereas I just migrated the lot into Anchor, where it's now hosted for free, and... I could do that again if I want to. I could just get the content again if I need to move it somewhere else. Uh, it's it's always there. I could download it so it's on my computer. Um, so whatever happens, my view is, look, you know, I'm no lawyer. I, I don't really care what those terms and conditions say because I also know that often people will cover themselves and they'll never apply the terms and conditions anyway. But, you know, if those terms and conditions were too serious, wiser minds than mine would start posting about it on social media and I'd soon find out about it. And then I could make a judgment as to whether I came and went. Now, to give you some context, I've also found another article, which I'll put on the show notes, um, which is it refers to Anchor, but it also has some unusual clauses from podcast hosts and terms, uh, host terms and conditions. And it's got um, Amazon Music's terms and conditions. It's got Acast. It's got YouTube. So listen to YouTube's small print. YouTube may terminate your access or your Google account's access to all or part of the service if YouTube believes in its sole discretion that provision of the service to you is no longer commercially viable. If you don't make money for YouTube, they'll just pull your account with no mercy. That's pretty well what that says. Okay, so there's terms and conditions like that in everything, but we all somehow seem to manage to get on with our lives. And usually it's only if we do something terribly wrong that we get into trouble. And they also review 
anchors terms and conditions too and uh, they've also got something on Libsyn by the way <laughs> um, so Libsyn says Libsyn may at its discretion request that accounts be moved to Libsyn Pro or charge additional fees for customers utilizing service at levels equivalent to an enterprise networks and corporate account so you think you're paying a certain amount for Libsyn but they quite happily move you on to a paid uh, content platform so this article and I'll, I will put the link to the article directly on the show notes for this episode everything's got terms and conditions which aren't very nice what i would always say to you is what do you want to do i want to start a podcast uh, are you really technical or not do you just want to just get on with it and launch a podcast yes i do right well then use anchor now and i've also i won't mention any names but um somebody in the last couple of months has followed that precise advice and is now on episode two or three of a fabulous podcast because they just got on with it they used anchor and my view with it was if you decide you don't like anchor if it's not the right choice for you in 20 episodes time download the episodes put them somewhere else and start again move it to libsyn so in summary what i would say is no one dies you know we're, this is a podcast we're not performing life sur saving surgery here we could change our mind we could pivot we could stop start pause we can cease one service start another service no one's going to die because it's just a podcast you are more at risk from getting into legal trouble that's i would say that's your number one risk if you run a podcast is the legal stuff and i i focus a lot on that in my how to start a podcast book that's your biggest worry is putting your great big you know size 12s or whatever they are into a legal mess because you don't know what you're doing legally I honestly don't think that it's a problem. So that, that that's my view. Now, I don't know why you asked the question, Ron, whether you are thinking of doing a podcast, but I would simply say, and this is my view across the board, don't sweat the small stuff. We're not doing life-saving surgery here. If we find that we have made an error, and it won't be a huge one because somebody else would have spotted it and written articles about it beforehand, do a little bit of due diligence, have a little read around, and then decide whether you're happy to take the risk. You know, it's always a risk using a free service, but I'd rather you just got a podcast started and then you can pivot and change later if you feel that you need to. But that's not something that unduly worries me i never read the small print i'm sure if i read all of the small print i'd be horrified have you ever read the contraindications on medicine that you take i mean you'd be dead taking your own medicine if you took any notice of the contraindications it's legalese and it's covering all situations and i think you have to put that into context and make a sensible business decision and my sensible business decision with anchor is it's a great service i love it and i'm going to keep using it